Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo, what's up? It's Anderson Small. You are listening to Raspy Voice Kids. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by Jeremy J.N. Phoenix in the building. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. You are now tuned into the Raspy Voice Kids podcast. We are talking why we hate Maryland. We do an interview with Gabe Ozoboyan, the new leader of the West Virginia University men's basketball team. And of course, we're doing I Got Five on it. But to start us off for the day, it is now time for Pop Culture. Pop We are talking Space Jam. The Space Jam, part two. Jeremy, what did you think of that film? You know what? I had a lot of feelings because there were so many people who also had a lot of feelings beforehand. A lot of people, I felt like, decided before the the movie ever came out that there was no beating Michael Jordan. Not about his acting, but just because they loved him. So I've heard the negative responses. I watched the movie. I thought it was a good movie. There's, I'm going to go in here in a second about the things I really liked about the movie or, or thought, thought were good. Um, but one thing I'll say right off the get, for right, right from the jump, is there's no touching the first Space Jam mu- uh, music. Soundtrack. Yeah, that, that soundtrack. Welcome to the Space Jam. It's your it's chance. Wrong. Do your Do dance. dance. At the- Space Jam. All right. So, I mean, I'm telling you, that's not the only song. There's so many good songs. And when you think about songs, they bring nostalgia. Like when you're driving down the road, you hear it 10 years later, it brings you back to that moment. 15, 20 years down the later, it it takes you back to that moment. Like you think, Brandon, is there any touching R. Kelly's, excuse me, Robert Kelly's I Can Fly? No, I believe I can fly. I believe won a Grammy. I can fly. I can fly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I think you won a Grammy. 
Yeah, no, it's just amazing. And and for the second Space Jam, man, you, you can't touch it because the first one was just so incredible. The second soundtrack, man, I, I don't remember a song from the movie. But there was a lot of different twists, a lot of different things that they did that I'll bring up that I did like, you know, and I'm not one of the haters. I, I watched, watched it objectively. And in the end, if I was a 12, 11, 10 and under kind of kid, I feel like I would have felt the same way about this Space Jam as the first Space Jam that went out. Now, have you heard anything? I know you haven't seen it. Have you have you heard anything from any of your friends about this movie? The only thing I've heard is that people hated it. People did not like it. And people who went and saw it did not like it. So that's what I've heard is that people didn't like it. It was whack. Now, were these individuals who did not like it, were they uh, 30 and 40 years up? Yeah, you know, they're people my age, my friends. That's right. So they're, they're speaking from a perspective where they saw a movie when they were 15 and younger. And now they're watching a movie as a this These things are aimed for children. For the most part. And so you're watching from a different perspective. You're also watching it um, having a bias already because you love the first one so much. I'm going to tell you I watched it. And pound for pound, other than the music, I think it comes out to be about a draw. They talk about Michael Jordan. Well, he has so much, so much charisma. Watch the movie again. Dude can't act at all. You know who he is? He's Michael Jordan. That's all that, <laughs> that's all that he is. And that's why yeah. you loved it. LeBron shows a little bit more range because LeBron, obviously, the storyline if you haven't seen it, it's it's more about his son. Michael Jordan's first Space Jam was more about helping the tunes out. So LeBron was given the opportunity to show a little bit more range. Does he show more range? Eh, if we're grading on a curve compared to Michael Jordan, a little bit. Neither one of them are actors or are going to win an Oscar. But I, I'm telling you, I think that the little changes that they made, while staying true to the original, they, their little changes and adjustments um I thought came across. I, I thought came across nicely. Nothing great. Nothing. I don't know. Be like, oh, you got to go see this. But compared to the first one, it's on par. It's on par, Brandon. Well, that's interesting, Jeremy, because you're talking about what the fans thought when they went and bought movie tickets and went and watched that movie. What I'm going to talk about what the critics said. So for Space Jam, the original Space Jam, which came out in 1996, got a 6.5 out of 10 by IMDb. Do you know what Space Jam the second got? What? 4.4 out of 10. Significantly lower. On Rotten Tomatoes, Space Jam 1 got a 44%. Space Jam 2 got 27%. Yeah. Now, these, these are people who are, who are voting. Um, the first the one critics, that came was the, was the original. It was original. It was something new. So when yeah, you sequels, redo sequels it. Sequels are never as good. Most of the time. Yeah. So so that's what I'm saying. Like, there's these people, I don't know. I just feel like they have dogs in the fight. I, I honestly feel like the movie was was solid. Now, they go a little bit more into Warner Brothers. Like, throughout the movie, I mean, you have uh, uh, things where they're showing the Flintstones and King Kong. And um, there's a couple of uh, Batman and Robin, uh, the Iron Giant. All these kind of things are in the movie. You you have a spot in the movie where Speedy Gonzalez is running through like you know the court, dodging people slow motion like the Matrix. They do a lot of homages to to other great movies. Yeah, uh, and and it's good. I'm not. I think they did a little bit too much of that, but that's what you got to do with a sequel. I will also say, and I'm giving a tip of the cap to the original Space Jam. 
the bad guys in the original Space Jam were more menacing than the bad guys in the Space Jam. Both taken from NBA and WNBA players. Well, the first was just NBA players. This one was WNBA players and NBA players. They felt more menacing. They felt more like bad guys. Like you were looking like, I hope these guys go down. And the second one, it wasn't so much that. You know, there, there, were, there were different parties involved. But, like I said, all in all, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. Um, excuse me, solid compared to the first. And for everybody else, I just feel like they're haters. When I hear these negative reviews, I just feel like they're haters. I will also say, in the first Space Jam, Brandon, you didn't have Porky Pig dropping bars. Bars, son. It was a little bit of uh, eight mile slash you got served. Porky Pig grabs the mic and drops bars. So there were some good moments. There were really some good moments. The first Space Jam had a better looking Lola Bunny, though. Let's be real. They did that on purpose. They did that on purpose. So, I mean, there are people who like the first one. Most people like the first one more than, they, than the second one. But I saw somebody on Twitter said, say, was Space Jam 2 really bad or are you just 37 years old now? Amen. That's what it is. And that's the uh, response. I think that's the most realistic and honest approach to a movie like Space Jam 2. Uh, by the way, I just want to drop, drop this bar. Shout out to Bugs Bunny. <laughs> you know, it's real when you shout out Bugs Bunny. He said, I got a girlfriend, Lola. She's a fox. Ain't no bunny like the one I got. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That was the original. That's from the original. But that's how we felt. We want to know how you felt about Space Jam. We want to know how you felt about LeBron James acting. Get at us. Don't be a hater. Be real. Wrap me, boys. Do you have cold floors in your home? It may be time to insulate your crawl space because cold air is rising into the rest of your home. Alfred Home Solutions can fix this problem. Call them today at 304-317-4105 today to book your free insulation estimate. Again, 304-317-4105. Don't wait. Insulate. It's time for another installment of I Got Five on it. Featuring the Raspy Voice Kids, I am Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, and I'm joined by... Jeremy. Jan Fien is in the building, too. We're about to go in <laughs> on all five questions. We can get the questions. You will get the answers. And here we go. The first question is... Whoa, hey, don't take my spotlight here. I still need something to do around here. I need my voice to be heard. I'm not saying much, but it's more of a confidence thing. Glad you're all here. We're back with another segment of I Got Five on it. I am your host of this segment, Jordan Ty Curry, and we are going to start things off with the first blank. Miles McBride landing with the New York Knicks is blank. Amazing. I love it because it doesn't put too much pressure on him to start. I love it because he's going to my beloved New York Knicks, but I don't. I'm not happy about some of the moves that have been made since. Kemba Walker being added, Derrick Rose being re-signed. It's really a question, will Deuce get the amount of time he deserves? Will he beat some of these players out? Competition breeds greatness, so we'll see. Funny, we had the same word, because I thought, boom, so amazing, so amazing. I'm telling you, I watched that whole draft, uh, well, up until Miles got picked. Um, and I was, I was excited for it. And when they said the New York Knickerbockers, I couldn't be more excited because we know, we know what New York is. Concrete jungle where dreams are made of. I sound just like her. Uh, just like Alicia. <laughs> it's amazing. Like you go to New York and you are, you're a star. 
and you contribute, you're 10 times if you ended up in what? Sacramento, Milwaukee. He has an opportunity. Not only that, you have the opportunity to be with a coach who's just like Huggins, who wanted you, kept trading back. Yes, you didn't make it to the first round, but they knew they wanted you the whole time. I think he's in a great position, a great position where not too much pressure is going to be put on him to be the man or or to score, to do this or to do that. Because like you said, you got Kimba in the mix now. You got you got Derrick Rose in the mix. But you could take your time coming off the bench um, and, and show him what you got. So, man, it's amazing. It's just a beautiful thing, and I'm excited for it. Number two. I've watched blank of the Olympics. I have watched little of the Olympics. Very little. The only thing I was really interested in was Simone Biles. I wanted to see greatness. She didn't have it to give. So I wasn't really interested. Women's soccer wasn't doing well, didn't move the needle. Men's soccer is not in the Olympics this year or this time around. So I didn't have them to watch. The men's basketball team has not been performing up to par for the most part, until really recently. So I've watched very little of these Olympics. Oh, I'm glad you said little because I have watched none of these Olympics. I wanted to see Simone Biles just like you. Not going to happen. Um, when the women's soccer team played, I was working. The men's basketball uh, USA, I actually went to try to watch them, Brandon, and it wasn't being broadcast. Are you serious? I know it came on at like 1240, 1230. I was at work. I was on break. I was looking up and down. And then it hit me. Oh, my goodness. It's not on live. How does NBA pay that price? What they said, like a billion dollars for the rights? And you're NBC. NBC. And and yet um, we can't watch the game live. I know it's late, but you at least need to play it live. Then maybe replay it when people wake up. I was very disappointed, very irritated. Because, you know, the national team is playing with the greatest player in the one of the greatest players in the world. Excuse me, almost slipped up. Kevin Durante. And uh, we can't watch it. So, yeah, I haven't watched any of it. I'm curious, who's better than Kevin Durant? For me? Yeah. I think Giannis can make, it, can, can make an argument for it. Um, I'm not saying he is better. I'm saying... After winning a championship and after performing the way he did, I think that could be an argument. I think even LeBron. Now, if you're going to talk about night-to-night basis, maybe not. But I'm talking about in a seven-game series in the championship, can LeBron will his team and lead his team in the same faction? I, I don't know. I still think LeBron's in the conversation. I kind of lean Kevin Durant. But because of the passing and the defense that LeBron can bring, I think he's still in the conversation. Those are my three who can even be in the conversation. Steph Curry cannot because he can't play defense like any of them. You know, he can't That's fair. I'm, protect I'm the in rim. On it. Yeah. yeah, I'm in on it. I just want to know. And reluctantly, Brandon, reluctantly, but because I'm being honest, because I keep it real, Luca's a bad man. I love Luca. Luca is a bad, bad man. So, but yeah, right now I, th- I think Kevin Durant may have the edge, but you know Giannis is in there, so that- that's how I feel. Number three, Woo! Quinn Ewers skipping his senior year to go to Ohio State is blank. Smart. Oh, let me change it. I was going to say smart, but then I, after I thought about it, I think it is his decision. There are arguments that can be made both ways. 
You graduate with the kids you've gone to school with your whole life, or at least for the last few years. You've built a bond. You work so hard to accomplish great things. And when it's time to go get them in your senior year, you're gone. I can see how that would rob a young man of something important. But if he feels like it's in his best interest to go to Ohio State, to get that money, to start his career early, then I'm okay. The guy's going to make nearly, if not over, a million dollars next year. Most people are not turning that down. I don't care what it's for. If you told somebody you can earn a million dollars a year, they would probably leave their family for that money, let alone their high school teammates and teachers. So it's his decision. That's what it is. Yeah, I think it's game-changing. It's absolutely game-changing. There's certain states, I think there's three states who have a name, image, and likeness. It's, it's I guess, written to the laws in some uh, form or, or facet. In high school, you can't make money off of that. Texas is one of those those uh, states. So he's from Texas. He can't make money uh, off his image and likeness as a senior. But you know where he can make uh, money? If he goes to Ohio State. So yep. this is a game changer because how many kids from the state of Texas and the other couple states, here's the thing, the, the other states outside of those three states haven't said, hey, you can make money, but they haven't said it's against the rules either. They just don't say anything, you know? There's no clear-cut yeah. rules. I think California is the only one with the clear-cut rule that, hey, yo, you can go do whatever you want. Um, so this kind of changes high school football because if you're playing in Texas and you're a big-time recruit and you're a junior and you know you can't make any money, why wouldn't you transfer out of the state so you can make money a year earlier? And I'm not even talking about just going to college, maybe just going to a different high school in Oklahoma or or just another, you know, state nearby so you can make money. So this right here, um, I don't know how much it hits the regular person's uh, uh, radar, but this is a big deal. This is a big deal, especially for Texas kids and kids who can't who have it in the laws. They can't make money. Um, another thing is it's a big deal, too, because. He set it up because he knew he was so good to take extra credits so he could graduate early. I think he had like one credit to do at his senior year. Yeah, so, just one. So, yeah. So, so he set it up so he could be done because his state allowed it to not have to, to, to do his senior year or his complete senior year calendar wise because he had enough credits. That's a big deal. And I think it's a game changer and it's going to affect everything. Everything has changed. This NIL has changed everything. So, hey, here we go. Number four. Javon Carter going to the Brooklyn Nets is blank. A good landing spot. It's a good landing spot because the Brooklyn Nets need tenacity. They need defense. They need role players. They are a championship caliber team the way they are built right now. Javon Carter can contribute to what they're offering right now. It tells me that they're interested in using him and playing him, and I think Steve Nash can get the most out of him. But we'll see. Um, it's a good landing spot for now, though, because he's certainly not going to supplant Kyrie Irving, but he looks to get more playing time. He didn't get to play pretty much at all in the playoffs for the Suns. So hopefully that'll change. And also, it puts him right in contention for a ring immediately. He doesn't have to go somewhere else and rebuild or try to start over. He gets the chance to compete for a title next year. So it's a good landing spot. Amen. It's perfect, Brandon. And you articulated everything I wanted to say. It's perfect. What the, the 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 Brooklyn Nets do not need another score in their lineup. They have three amazing scores, especially when they're healthy. So Javon can be Javon on that team. They need junkyard dogs. They need people to get after them. Here, here's Javon who's going to do exactly that. They need defense. But on the flip side, um, the big thing is who's your coach? 
Your coach is Steve Nash. So the things that you need to develop on, because Javon has defense down. His shooting is down pretty much. Like his shooting is getting better and better. Steve Nash can help you develop into that real point guard, seeing the court, little intricacies that you need from a Hall of Fame point guard that can really help Javon while it's not on your shoulders to do that immediately because your team is relying on you on defense and not just offense. It's a perfect situation for uh, a perfect situation, especially you add all that up. Plus, like you said, they have a chance to win it all. They're going to be a favorite in the East. You could have went to a bit a better circumstance. Being in New York, being roommates with Miles McBride. All right, making that up. I don't know if that's true or not, but it'd be cool. All right. But, but, <laughs> I'm guessing not. I'm just saying you're both in the same city. So, man, go get after it. I love it. Number five. I have a blank interest in a Big 12 and Pac-12 alliance. I have emergency only interest. That means I'm not interested unless it's an emergency, unless we can't get into the ACC, unless somehow we don't get AAU status miraculously in the next four years to go to the Big Ten, in case somehow they say we can't be in even the AAC, it would be only emergency that would allow me to be interested in any way in a Pac-12, Big 12 merger. Wait, wait. So you're, you're, you said AAC. So you're more interested in, more interested in the AAC than you are in a Big 12, Pac-12 merger. Yes, because at least there'd be three, maybe four schools that are close to us within driving distance to go to games as a fan base. Is that more important? Is that more important to you than money? I don't know that the money will be that different because who who's I mean I guess if they keep USC yes. yeah USC Oregon Stanford I just don't think UCLA. we can compete playing West Coast teams and playing where we play now I don't think we can compete especially not in basketball it would be death for basketball the the way we're scheduled in basketball right now is almost death no so no, it it, w- it would be hard I, I'm just saying all right no I mean you're giving your opinion okay you for bring me, up good points. For me, I, I think it's uh I'm I'm like a, a plan B interested. Plan A is ACC. Plan B, Brandon. There's five blue five five elite schools. We've talked about this a million times in college football: Notre Dame, Ohio State, uh, USC, Alabama, Texas. When it talks about moving money, TV contracts, and all that stuff, there's five schools that do it more than any uh, that do it more uh, better than any other school who are more important than any other school. So the fact that we can come in alliance with one of those teams, USC, um, kind of like shows us that, look, look, we're here, we're stable. I am not interested at all traveling to the West Coast all the way out there. Our, from the East Coast to the West Coast, that's not appealing at all. <laughs> but if the money right <laughs> and the stability right, hey, you got to do what you got to do. The problem is, like you, like uh, Mike Kazaza said on our show, um, I believe even on his own podcast, when you start inviting these AAC members, teams like Cincinnati, teams like Houston, the problem Memphis. is, is in this next, if you make them power five and this next round robin that may happen in 20, 30 years, they may be ahead of you at the table. Houston's a huge city with huge media. Cincinnati, hotbed of recruiting. Um, so that's that honestly the AAC to me is my last it is my last resort. 
because I don't <laughs> want none of the other teams getting to the level that we're at um, and even surpassing us. So for me, the ACC is first, but plan B, as much as I don't want to travel to the West Coast and I don't want our kids to travel to the West Coast, if it's going to make the school money, if, if it's going to help us to grow, hey, that's that's number two for me. Well, that is it. I got five on it. JMP, <laughs> JJ Fiend, and I also hate Pitt. Get at us. Let us know what you like, what you hated. All right. We on to the next one. Get ready for Gabo Saboyan. Get ready for why we hate Maryland. We in the building. Rap me, boys. That is my dog. That is my dog for sure. That is my dog. That is my dog for sure. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I also hate Pitt, joined by my brother Jeremy J. and Fiend Phoenix. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. This is yet another Golden Blue interview. Today, we have the pride of the six, the man from Toronto, Ontario. He is what we would call the pride of Southwest Christian Academy, Mr. Gabe Ozawoyan. Yes, sir. Nice to be here. We're glad to have you in the building, my friend. Yes, sir. It was good seeing you, bro. Seeing you show sure. up, come, come, come back to Charleston. No, go ahead. My bad. No, I said it was good being in Charleston, seeing you in the great atmosphere down there. All the fans. No, absolutely. That's what I was going to say. What, what was it like taking in, like, you know, some of the other, you know, the old heads? I, I ain't trying to put them out like that. But the old heads representing West Virginia and just seeing how much energy, you know, the state of West Virginia have for, for best Virginia. Yeah, it was it was good watching them, seeing all of them come back. We actually scrimmaged against them, uh, I think, two or three times. So we definitely knew what they're, they're capable of, and we're excited to go watch them. You scrimmaged them two or three times. What was the outcome? Yeah, I I, I ain't gonna say what happened. I ain't gonna say what happened. Oh, they got you then. They got you. Nah, nah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Do you? Hey, I was gonna ask you. I was gonna say, all right. So you're sitting there watching the games. Um, obviously, you know, competitiveness, you know, and they, and they represent in West Virginia. Did you look out there and think, man, I could start for that squad? <laughs> I definitely looked out there and said, I want to help this squad. Okay, good answer. Good, humble answer. <laughs> I love it. For those of you who don't know, Gabe Osaboyan is a forward for the West Virginia University basketball team. He's a fan favorite. He's a defensive presence. He's a man who takes the charges. He does it all. We're glad to have him in the fold talking to us today. Gabe, yes, what is harder, playing good defense or being the guy who takes the charges on the offensive end? Uh, what's harder? Taking the taking the charge, that's harder. Yeah, definitely. A lot of it's impact easy for me. Easy for me though. All right, no, but look, 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 man, we love your energy and your hustle. Who, who all right? If you had to say your game reminds you, who does your game emulate in the NBA? Is it is there one player you're like, man, I want to be that guy. That guy's a guy who inspires me, and I feel like my game matches up to his pretty well. I say PJ Tucker. Okay. Oh, so, uh, but you ain't got no Brittany Renners around, do you? Yeah. <laughs> we got to watch out for them Brittany Renners. For sure. I'm already on point. Yeah, man. I was going to say Dennis Robin, man. Because you, I feel like you, you are the jack of all trades. You play, um, every position 
You hustle. It's just the heart that you leave on the floor. The thing that never hit me before, Gabe, that probably should have, as I watched you with your teammates at TBT, all them young dudes were on the, uh, you know, in their in jumpsuits and whatnot. You were standing beside them. That was the first time it hit me. This is Gabe and Taz's team. Like, you the mm-hmm. old head now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, does that, how does that feel like changing, you know, now you're growing and now you're the big man on campus? Is that is that a different feeling for you? Uh, definitely a different feeling because there's a lot of young guys. Definitely just being that role model for them to show them what it's like to play for Coach Hugging and then to actually go out there and show them what it's like to play hard and go into the system. Any of them young dudes going to make an impact? Like Like right now... If you had to pick a couple guys out that that the rest of um, West Virginia doesn't really know who's going to, you know, I know we got some transfers. Who's going to make an impact that you're going to tell me, yo, man, watch out for him this year? <laughs> I would say really all of them. I think they all going to have their their impact. Okay. Give me a starting five. Who's the starting five right now? Sheesh. Five. I don't know. I'm not a coach. I'm a player. I'm just staying in my role. <laughs> Gabe is going to the school of diplomats. He's being diplomatic in all his responses. So we love that. We love that they got you trained, man. Yeah, man. Yes, with this new with this new NIL, name, image, and likeness, yeah. how has that affected you? Um not really a, didn't really affect me. It actually helped more so I could use uh, benefit off my name, image, and likeness. So, of course, with West Virginia being a team with not, not that much pro teams, we actually have a lot of West Virginia basketball fans, and us as players can actually use our platform now to help businesses, to promote them, and also help ourselves to, to make money off our names. So it definitely helped a lot. I heard Coach Koontz has really headed that up and has done a good job reaching out to businesses. Even when you guys went to Charleston, yeah. he, was, he was out there making sure you guys had stuff uh, possibly lined mm-hmm. up for you guys being present in the city. How's that going? It's going good. Yeah, he's been definitely a helping hand with just organizing it and just helping us to be able to just focus on basketball and not focus too much on the NIL stuff. Yeah, focus on basketball, man. So this offseason, where has your game improved? What have you been, like, working on? What what was your main focus to get better at this offseason? In the offseason, my main focus is to extend to the three-point line, have a better three-point shot. And just be become a better decision maker and just gain more com- com- be more comfortable in the offense and stuff like that. Man, man, you, seriously, you're one of the best passers on the team. Brandon said that uh, last year. When we talk about inbounding it to the big men, I, I mm. feel like your your awareness and basketball IQ is higher than um, a lot of other people on the team. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, I, and I love what you do there. I was hoping you gonna tell me you gonna give us a little bit more offense, man. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because every time you attack, every time you attack the rim, it felt like, it felt like something good happened. Um, and I understand yeah, like th- that is not your forte, but I felt like when you were aggressive, it affected the game so much. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just getting that three point shot, being able to cause that's gonna open up a whole bunch of driving lanes. That's gonna make it easier on the guard. It's gonna make me a better passer. What's now I'm a threat in all three ways no i love it i love it man so you were in arkansas to begin with yeah, then you come to wvu yeah. how did coach huggins sell you on wvu 
Um, I mean, he didn't really have to sell me. He's a legendary coach, and his his own record and his what he's done with basketball speaks for itself. But just coming to another school that prides itself on defense and playing hard, so it was really kind of like an easy decision once they were one of the teams to reach out once I entered that transfer portal. Okay, so so you knew about West Virginia, the pro West Virginia program before before uh, Huggins came calling. Yeah, definitely. Dude, uh, Jermaine Haley, he used to play here. He's a Canadian. I know him before he was coming here. Okay, yeah. Jermaine Haley, I love it. I love it, man. Hey, we're so glad that you came to West Virginia. I I see big things this year, and I loved for sure. Um, when I looked over and I felt like this is this is Taz, this is Taz and Gabe's team now. I know Sean McNeil's, you know, a little bit of, uh, of an upperclassman too, but um, the things that you present on the court, the energy, the mindset, I think will be invaluable passing on to these yes, these uh, other dudes who who are coming through. And I can't wait. Yes, and you know why I really can't wait for? Can't wait for that Texas game. When they come into the Coliseum, yeah. we got some for Texas now. <laughs> for and sure. Oklahoma. I, can't wait for that. I can't wait for that Arkansas game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that, too. The Big 12 SEC Challenge will be good stuff this year. I forgot all about it, actually. Yeah. Forgot. Do you know anybody? You, you got friends on the Arkansas team right now? Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, know. I know. They know me for sure. Okay. Well, and if they don't, they gonna know you after the game. For sure. <laughs> is that game up here in Morgantown? Or is that down there uh, in Arkansas? Nah, it's just there. It's down there in Arkansas. I say it, man. Okay, enemy territory. Yes, sir. We there though. You ready for rapid fire? Yes, sir. All right, Doritos, nacho cheese, or Cool Ranch? Uh, nacho. What's your favorite Avenger? Favorite Avenger? I don't got one. I ain't gonna lie. Nobody? <laughs> Nobody. Nobody. I ain't gonna lie. Next, next one. Beamer or Benz? Benz. Lion. Uh, they both Beamer. German. We'll take it. We'll take it. They both German. Lion King or Toy Story? Mm, Lion King. Best fast food French fry? Five guys. Does ketchup go on hot dogs? You said does ketchup go on what? Does ketchup go on hot dogs? Yeah, yeah. What's the best pop tart? Ooh, we strawberry. Strawberries, that right? That's the right answer. And finally, the most important question. No, no, no. I have another question. You're making a track. You're making a song. You have to have one feature on it. Who are you going to call oh, up? Baby. Uh, yeah, brand new whip. Got no keys. Wow, wow, wow. Clothes, no starts. Please get them. That's easy. Yes. <laughs> he said that's I love easy. little baby. All right. So now Jeremy's got the, he's going to hit you with the real question. The number one question, man. Be for real. Ain't no faking, no fronting. 100. Do you pee <laughs> in, sw- no, nah, do you pee in swimming pools? In swimming pools? It's been a minute. I can't even swim, so I don't really be in some of the pools for real. When I was younger, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what I was waiting on. The yeah, the yeah. <laughs> the answer is yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> Gabe, thank you so much for joining us today. You've been a pleasure, man. Good answers, good fun. Really wishing you the best in your season coming up. Appreciate it, my dog, for sure. Rap me, boys.
This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Pit, joined by my brother, Jeremy J. N. Phoenix in the building, the booth. We are the Raspy Voice Kids. This is the Raspy Voice Podcast. You are now tuned in to Why We Hate, a special edition, specifically for Maryland. We are talking to those Terrapins. What are we talking about? Well, let's start with this. Strong deeds, gentle words. You better buckle up because ain't nothing gentle about this ride. Let's go. We get to it. You're called the old line state. So boring. Old, so old, hold on, old line state. The old line state. So boring. So lame. Nobody cares. Nobody likes it. We are the mountain state, the great state of West Virginia. Almost heaven, baby. You don't act like you don't know because you are well acquainted with who and what we are. Ugly, ugly, but you are tied to the Confederacy. Not everybody knows that. You are tied to the Confederacy through your flag, which doesn't even make any sense because you're Maryland, the old line state. But here we are. So the question lingers. What does UMD have in common with the Confederates? Jeremy, what do they have in common? I don't know. They're both losers. (laughs) Wow. 100% losers. It makes sense your hideous uniforms are tied to that flag because that's who and what you are. You can't escape it. And it makes sense that you're tied to Under Armour, a very second tier, maybe even third tier sports brand. Whack. Do I have to tell you that? Weak. Weak sauce. We have more wins as a university in football. We have more ball appearances as ball appearances as a university in football. We've got a better win percentages. What better win percentage? Let me make sure it's not plural. We've got more conference titles, more weeks in the AP poll. We've won nine of the last ten. We won the first, and when we play again, we'll win the last. Don't get it twisted. Please understand who and what you're dealing with at this time, at this juncture, as they say, the erudite might say. Our mascot is always top ranked. Where do you rank the Terrapin? Nobody talks about the Terrapin. If it wasn't for Scott Van Pelt, nobody would even know about the Terrapin. And what is a Terrapin? Jerry, do you know? I'm assuming it's a turtle. Terrapin means little turtle in Algonquin. <laughs> You're not even a regular turtle. You certainly aren't a big dog You're like turtle. A half You're Jay. Not a snapping turtle, <laughs> turtle. You are a little turtle. You do Franklin over here. Gum. <laughs> Franklin, Franklin over you here. You are Franklin right here. You are small, stupid, and slow as a football team. And it makes sense. That's why you're called the Terrapins. Please don't ever come to us talking about who and what you are because we know already. We peeped you from the start. We've been new. And it's time for y'all to get reacquainted with the real university, West Virginia. The gold and the blue. Thought you were going to finish it like that. Nah, that would have been real hey, strong. Hey, you did it for me. I'm so happy to be back in the building. I'm so happy for it to be football season. But what I, I'm not happy about is playing Maryland. Brandon, you remember so many, we must protect this house. Garbage. And Maury's results showed that that was a lie. And we're going to get in <laughs> and we're going to get into it, Maryland. I got stats. I'm going to drop stats on you because your program is garbage. Your team, garbage. Yep. Your school colors, garbage. Yep. Your mascot, garbage. Yep. You'll see. Hey, hey, you don't believe me now? Wait one second. I'm going to get to you. First things first, this West Virginia-Maryland rivalry? Can we can we really call it a rivalry? I don't call it a Let rivalry. Let me tell you, nobody in West Virginia hates Maryland like that. We didn't like Ralph Regent, Scotty McBride going to you. We didn't like that. But other than that, don't nobody care about Maryland? Maryland is not relevant enough. They're not good enough. They don't win enough. You want to talk about basketball? Basketball, when you used to say Maryland coming into basketball, people get hyped. Maryland and Duke, 
That's not happening anymore. It's over. Last time y'all called, uh, came and saw us, what happened? Mellow Tremble, the golden child. We taught that boy what was up in the third round of the NCAA. We humbled him like you should humble yourself. This rivalry? Okay, maybe if you want to look at it for like, you know, like an obtuse angle, it's 28-22, which we are winning. You're behind. You can't get on our level, and we're still beating you. But if you want to look even more, we beat you nine of the last ten times you brought your pathetic program to Morgantown. Actually, not just Morgantown, nine of ten times, period. Who's your rival in football? Who's your rival? And I promise you, I hope you guys not in your mind saying Penn State. Lord Jesus, help me. Please don't say Penn State. Please don't say it. Brandon, Maryland did not beat Penn State in the 60s. They they beat them one time in 1961. For the rest of the 60s, they didn't beat them. They didn't beat Penn State in the 70s. They didn't beat Penn State in the 80s. They didn't beat Penn State in the 90s. That's right. Brandon, they played 44 times. Two head-to-head, quote-unquote, rivals. You know how many times Maryland's won? Once? Three times out of 44 games. It's not a rivalry. They're not your rival. You can't get Both teams have to win for it to be a rival. So who's your rival? You want me to tell you who your rival is? It's Rutgers. <laughs> you laugh, Brandon. Go look the at State University of New Jersey. That's a rival? I know you don't pay attention to Maryland, so you don't know this. They consistently split games in football. I'm not talking about lacrosse. In football to Rutgers University. It's back and forth. A win here for them, win for Rutgers. Win. You're splitting games with Rutgers, man. And it's not just that. Look at your last 10 years. You lost to Temple two years in a row, 2018 and 2019. The Owls? Do they even play football? In Philadelphia? Two times in a row. You lost to Rutgers many times over the past 10 years. And I'm going to hit you with this, Brandon. Let's hear it. Guess what team from Cabell County whipped them in the military bowl? Please don't tell me Brandon, it was Marshall. Hey, that thundering herd. Marshall got you. Your part, your, 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 uh, your, your wins and losses, your program in general. Look at it. It's garbage. It's in shambles. You can't hold on to anything. Your rival is now Rutgers. The other thing that's funny is, you're not just garbage against those teams. You're garbage in the Big Ten, period. You've one time, and your whole time being in the Big Ten, have you made it to 500 in conference games? And that was the first year you were in there. Since then, you've only won three games. You haven't won more than three games in the conference. Garbage. And don't forget, there's a bunch of garbage schools in the Big Ten, like Indiana. Yes. And yet you can only muster up three wins total over the past, what, nine years? Are you serious? What about your last 10 years, period? I'm going to read you. Last year, two and three, three and nine, five and seven, four and eight, six and seven, five and nine. Oh, excuse me, three and nine. You <laughs> did have two good years, seven and six, and that's when you had that boy, Stefan Diggs, who's doing big things in the NFL. But the best you could do with Stefan Diggs was seven and six. Seven and six. And one of those years, you lost to us and Marshall. Us and Marshall, West Virginia. Older. That's your that's your golden that that is the best record you've had in the past ten years is seven and six. And yet you had the nerve, the nerve to fire Ralph Regent. Why are you fire the fat man? Yeah, they didn't want him. They would they, they thought grass was green on the other side. I understand the one year he was two and ten. You went nine and four in 2011 and you fired that man. Why? Because you thought there was something better. And since then, what have you done? Nada. Nothing. Zilch. It's ridiculous. Y'all made this leap absolutely pathetic because you ain't won nothing since you fired that man. 
But you should have fired him for if you're gonna fire him, you should have fired him for um not recruiting Owen Schmidt. Or for dropping Steve Slayton. Yes, but this ain't your part of the conversation. It's not. So as I set up the dominoes, don't just push them down. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what you should have fired him for is rescinding Steve Slayton's contract. 100%. Or, or uh, offer. Or, most importantly, you should have fired him because Steve Slayton found out that he no longer had a scholarship from a reporter who called him. Now, how is that reasonable? No, that, re- that represents your whole school right there. That little scenario, your whole school, ballsless. Letting a reporter call Steve Slayton and not tell him yourself? Your whole program is garbage and ridiculous. And I'm tired of it. Y'all going to be delusional. You're not the team that you once was. Hey, look, big ups to you. You made it to the Big Ten. Great for you. What have you done since then? Spent a lot of money. That's what I'm saying. You can't compete. You can't. You absolutely can't compete. And when it comes around, we're going to show you that the Mountaineers don't play. You're actually right now, you're just like, we must protect this house. Under Armour, who's going down. They're following the same path as their university. That's right. The owner is from Maryland. I know you know that. But I'm saying, 2018, what happened to Under Armour? $1.3 billion of merchandise that wasn't sold. Look them up. They're going down. Just like your, just like your university. Just like your jerseys. All garbage. We're going to show up at College Park. We're going to show up real. And we're going to show you why this is not a real rivalry. And why, hey, as you collect them dollars for the Big Ten, you're not going to be relevant in football or basketball. Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.